Good morning, role players, new and old. If you're new, thank you so much for coming and checking us out. And if you're old, welcome back. Today I have Megan from $2 Creature Feature, another podcast that I love to death. You might have heard me talk about Miss Laura and talk with Miss Laura, I'm sorry. And you might have heard me talk with Mr. Ray a while back ago. And again, I'm just so thrilled to get to talk with them. And I think you're going to really like listening to the conversation we got to have. Uh, really quick notice, um, next week, it's holiday week. I will not have an episode out on Thursday. And instead, I will have an episode out that following Monday. And I'm going to start having episodes out on Mondays. The reason for this is because Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, I normally work 12-hour shifts at the local factory. So with that said, I'm going to start moving it to Monday because that way I can kind of keep track of what's going on when... Um, I release these because sometimes things happen when you release an episode and you don't really get a chance to get to it until all things are all said and done. So moving to Mondays. Hooray. Anyways, I don't have a lot, so let's go ahead and get them in. How are you doing today, Megan? Um, I'm doing fine. And yourself? I'm still trying to drink this delicious cup of coffee, which is really good, but I'm drinking it very slowly because I don't want it to go away. <laughs> I, I got you. I got you. I like this experience. I, I do not wish it to end. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the same way I feel about sandwiches because I love sandwiches. Megan, I love sandwiches so much, but I am once my sandwich is gone, I'm very sad <laughs> because I, I shouldn't have another, but I really want another sandwich. Well, I think I understand some of that because my favorite part of Thanksgiving is that day after where I make my, my Thanksgiving sandwich. Oh, Thanksgiving sandwich. Yeah. That's coming up really soon. Yeah. Like all of the work for making the turkey and the sides is all for the sandwich afterwards. <laughs> Maybe oh. even two sandwiches if there's enough left. Oh, you're yeah. right. With like some cranberry on the yeah. side. Oh. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, this is not what this podcast is about, but here we are. We're going to talk an hour and 15 minutes about Thanksgiving sandwiches. We, we could. I fucking, excuse my language, love a good Thanksgiving sandwich. Uh, it, it, is, it is better than the meal itself. I'll say it. <laughs> you know what? And I agree. I yeah. absolutely agree. <laughs> It's fine. I'll I'll eat the meal. I'm not upset at Thanksgiving, but really I'm planning for later. Once I sleep and so that food's gone, <laughs> then the uh, real fun begins. Yeah. It's so awesome to get to talk to you. I have been just <laughs> like with I I don't know if Laura told you I gushed so much when Laura was on. I'm gonna gush so much when Nye is on. And I and I lost my mind when I got to talk to Mr. Ray. I am so happy to get to speak with you. Uh, it's lovely. You, you, I'll take it. I'll, 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 I'll take praise. That's cool. <laughs> uh, you guys are fantastic. I, I'll, I'll give it to you. Uh, you guys are fantastic. Quite Aww. literally. I remember because I, I had to, and I told, um, I told Laura about this a little bit where I stopped doing the podcast stuff for a little while because I had to get my life situated and figure it out. And I honestly didn't know if I was going to be able to come back to the podcasting world, but I, I stumbled upon y'all's podcast. And I said, you know what? I am going to come back and I'm going to I'm going to do my best to get these people on my show. And if I can do just that, I know that I will I will I will just be happy with the experience. And and here you guys are. Oh, podcast blush. 
podcasting is is awesome and it's it's i love podcasting but i love role playing more and mm. the reason why i'm even doing a podcast in the first place is because i just want to talk to other role players nice and do my best to help them out in the wide world because there's so many people out there doing podcasting and there's so many people out there doing actual plays and i i just want to do my best to help them in some form or fashion so here i am ah oh, i love that yeah yeah it's i mean it's a good problem to have oh no there's too many people out there doing like actual plays and podcasts i I know how will i ever talk to every single one of them (laughs) well one at a time one at a time one week one week at a time and i'll get through all of them eventually (laughs) but besides besides me being uh, a nerd and gushing about the fact that i get to speak with you i like how did you get into role-playing because role-playing it's just such a weird hobby, and every <laughs> everyone's story is so interesting on how they get into it. So would you mind letting me know about that? Oh, sure. I guess mine comes in parts in that um, I I was the, the lonely child who really wanted to play D&D and, like, read through the books but didn't have a group, right? <gasps> you know? So I remember looking through the books, and I remember also, like, there's parts I understood, but there's parts that I was never going to get until I played it. So it was uh-huh. always, like, this alluring mystery. You know, like, oh, my God, I could create a character and everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, like, later on in uh, maybe late 20s, early 30s, I got a couple kind of little, like, local groups, right? Mm -hmm. But, like, that, I I think I realized that was interesting, but, like, neither of them were into, like, role-playing. Right. You know, it was more kind of, you know, and fair enough, more like roll the dice and play it a bit more like a board game. And that's not wrong. That's just a different way. Right. So I'd almost kind of resigned myself to going, like, I'll never have that experience. And that was about the time where there were like actual plays starting to be shown, you know, uh-huh. little bits here, little bits there of like, Oh my God, look at people playing. And they're just like acting it out. Oh my God. Gosh, I wish like I was watching um, LA by night and I was like, Oh my God, vampire looks so fun. And they're all acting and everything. Mm-hmm. That'll never be me. And oddly, <laughs> and then oddly enough. So uh, be Dave Walters, who is on mm-hmm. uh, LA by night um mm-hmm. started offering these uh like one shots that he would run and for a very like reasonable price and i was like well crap i'm super nervous and anxious about this but i have to try i have to mm-hmm. at least once once kind of like i'm gonna get to play a vampire and i'm gonna get the role play role play and if i suck at it at least i'll know Right. And, and and as like that time came up as like, you know, I, 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 I signed up and I, I got a date and stuff. Um, I, I got so anxious. I was like, okay, worst case scenario, Megan, you're going to turn off your computer, message them that you had tech problems and it's fine. Like I had <laughs> an escape plan because like, uh... I almost felt like puking. Cause I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And instead it was just like, like really like just all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, uh, this is scratching an itch. I didn't know I had. Uh-huh. Right. And I was like, oh, my God, if this is all I ever do, I got to do it once. Holy crap, that's amazing. But then two things kind of like forked off from that, like one that 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 one session. Um, Uh One was that uh, B. Dave had started like a discord and a Patreon where you could get live games a certain amount of months. And you got to just uh, we did a lot of um, play by type. Uh And I learned so much. From those folks, and a lot of those folks who's on that who are on that Discord have gone off now, made their own channels and their own games, and I've been in some of those. So I learned and kind of immersed myself and got to have some like 
amazing high level like live game experience you know and i think mm-hmm. that actually that built up my confidence too right right uh and then the other thing and so weird because i thought i did fine in the first session like i didn't know what i was doing but it must have been something because one of the other players chris who's also known as uh the primogen on uh, youtube and online mm-hmm. he was there too and he was just about to start a changeling the lost um actual play uh, on the onyx path mm-hmm. uh, twitch channel and mm-hmm. he asked me to be a part of it. And I was like, me? O- okay. And it was there that I learned how to be in a streaming game. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at the first episode, and we got to actually, oh my God, my first experience was actually a full story, which is, now I know, incredibly lucky. <laughs> right. We got to tell a whole story in like a year. I got to learn, um, yeah, just tech streaming, how to, I need to set up. Also, like, how do I... Um, stay in character yet keep looking at my sheet strategize listen while someone else is playing interact with chat like that all, i all learned during that first mm-hmm. changing the lost game and uh you know that's amazing so it's it's a lot of that i have to i'm gonna have to thank uh b dave because i think if i had had a different entrance to like role playing an actual play Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I, I feel like I'm a little tender at first. Like I was so sure I was bad at it. If mm-hmm. I hadn't had uh, that support and that like confidence building, I don't think I'd be here. <laughs> I had an amazing like entrance into it, and then after that, it was off to the races. <laughs> you know, now I know all these people who are doing projects, and here, here I am now. Can't stop me. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you went from like having no experience to role playing to just going full 100 like immediately oh yeah those first two like it's a and i think that actually worked for me because i had to like um once i got that taste i was like oh no this is good <laughs> i like I, this i want to be yeah. better at it and i want to gotta do it keep more. i gotta yeah. keep doing this no matter yeah. what i have to keep doing this <laughs> but a lot of it was also just inspiration from other people i'm like oh my god they do that so well or oh my god that's such a great way to like play something or to build a character it was just inspiration mm-hmm. and yeah and it was just at that right time where again there's this explosion of like actual plays and podcasts so it's almost like if you want to f- be on something you can find something you just got to find the right you know mm-hmm. the right style and connection that's a whole other conversation you know oh goodness gracious yeah, yeah. well what is your actually so that actually that's a that's a pretty cool segue into like another question like what is your favorite what is your favorite style of role play <laughs> Oh, I got you. Okay. Hmm. Well, I was, I, I myself am not a particularly crunchy player. Uh-huh. Like you throw a lot of math at me. I'm like, oh no, either I need roll 20 to do this math for me, for me. or I need. And also I've had really great friends. Like I really enjoy Pathfinder, uh, but like some higher level, I'm like, hi, I rolled some dice, but I don't know what to add and subtract. Please help. Yes. All right now, yeah. right now, my friends are trying their best to get me to learn Warhammer 40k. Mm. Like I was up until I, I go to bed very early. I go to bed around nine o'clock my mm. time, right? So I could wake up at five o'clock my time and get myself prepared for the day. Yeah. I was up until almost midnight last night. Oh. Just my friends uh, <laughs> yeah. trying to teach me how to play Warhammer 40k. And it is so crunchy. They're doing their best. <laughs> They're trying so hard, and I'm just like, All right, guys, I don't, I don't know. Like, like tonight, they're supposed to, we're supposed to do it again. Like, they're supposed to keep trying to teach me tonight, and I'm, and I'm so afraid that I'm gonna have to just be like, guys, you're, you're gonna have to just tell me what to do all over again, please, <laughs> pretty yeah. please. Like, it's like, I get it. I love. I'm so glad that there are crunchy players out there, and that there are min maxers out there. That's great. There's some, of, some of my friends are, are thus, mm-hmm. but yeah. I just know that, like, in the end. I want to be having fun. 
and I want to enjoy it. And I'm much more a role play heavy person, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of it's just like, you know, so finding that way. Like, yeah, I can play Pathfinder. I just have to find people who don't mind me like asking for like the hundredth time. Okay, so then is this a bonus? Or literally I have a friend who will go with, go into roll 20 and change my sheet for me. So it'll do it. Thank God. Oh, thank, thank goodness, right? Yeah. But I always feel like there is a path to play any game you want to. It's just you got to, you know, y- you find the right people and 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 the right game who you know understand that yeah yeah. but like for me i am i like and this is probably the reason why i like monster of the week so much and that style is there's just enough structure you know you got five stats you got a couple moves that you can then like level up but it's so so it's just enough structure to be like okay this is my this is my shape this is my skeleton and then i get to go nuts building the rest of the character and playing them however i want them to be because mm-hmm. that's where my interest is is how do i take the skeleton and what's my version of this character this this like the class or like in vampire the clan mm-hmm. <laughs> like that thing like what's my version of you know how do i animate the skeleton Oh, speaking of animating skeletons and your <laughs> character, um, your 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 play on Zelda is just phenomenal. <laughs> oh God, I fucking I could like I I know I keep I know I've been gushing and and I'm so sorry, listeners. I know I gushed during Ray's episode. I know I gushed during Laura's episode, but I'm gonna have to do it here too. I love so I can listen to you guys all day <laughs> you guys are so much fun to listen to and your portrayal of zelda just mwah, spot on i fucking love it oh, oh thank you like there is i feel like if i'm playing a character long term mm-hmm. i have to find like, what's what's my take on this you know mm-hmm. like so i read the flake playbook and i get it and i was like okay i see i kind of see like the basic flake and i love it but i have to like how do i make this my own and it took some thinking and i think once i realized oh my god she's from a family of chosen ones Mm-hmm. that kind of unlocked Zelda for me. I'm like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, she's just trying to prove herself so hard. So that's like the core, not the playbook, uh-huh. but like what's what's her basic, like what does she want to do? What does she need to do during the story? And then use the playbook as like, well, this is how she'd go about it because this is this is like like her mental map, you know? So it's mm. oh god, it was just it was fun. Of course I had I had to go flake. I looked through the rest of the playbooks. Oh no, I, I will absolutely be a flake. I don't. Yeah, no. It's it's wonderful. You you did such a good job. Oh, th- yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I I feel like once I you know it takes a couple episodes, but oh my god. So like Laura and Nine Ray are just so talented mm-hmm. too that like it was so easy to kind of finish finding Zelda as we told the story. Mm-hmm. I would say usually like again long term, I'll come in with like half to three quarters of a character because the rest is going to be interaction. Because again, I'm very role ba- role play based. Right. You know, yeah. so the rest of the story, I won't know until I bounce my character off the other characters. How, how do I navigate the world and the characters we've built? You know? Right. Yeah. And that's joy. I love that. Like, that's my favorite part is like, I found stuff about Zelda. I did not plan. I didn't know Zelda would do that <laughs> until we were there. I didn't know Zelda would um become kind of a tank. That was mm-hmm. not the plan. <laughs> and yet that's how she evolved. And it was it was a lovely like. Oh my God, Zelda! You surprised me. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorite parts about role playing is that, like, it's a it is a journey of discovery through a narrative process between <laughs> you and other people, and you can like everything can surprise you. You can surprise yourself with your own character. And I think that is just so. I think that's like one of my favorite things about oh, yeah. role playing. Oh yeah, I I, I did um, a couple years ago a 
Boston by Night uh, Vampire Masquerade, uh, mm-hmm. Ma- Vampire the Masquerade game, uh, also through Onyx Path. And, <laughs> of course, I had to, again, find my own way. I was playing a Torridor, but instead of the kind of cool, collected, passionate, I'm so hot vamp- Torridor, I played mm-hmm. a... Um, a, uh, she has some self-esteem issues and like she doesn't like the right stuff she liked all like mid-century plastic design and not like opera and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and italian renaissance yeah. and i was so surprised as we we're playing her through because we we're playing kind of like younger vampires who you know didn't really have a whole lot of power in the beginning and how by the end of the story they're all kind of thrust into positions of power and it was fun finding her like ability to be like no, but I know how to do this. I just do it different. A little Zelda-y there. But also, like, I I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't bounced it off the other characters and and their ambitions and desires. And I'm like, how how would my character navigate this? She spent most of her time just trying not to be seen, and now she has to, you know? Like, what a right. great mystery to solve during a season, you know? Yeah. Um, what has been your... What is, uh, to kind of, like, go off on a, a separate tangent... Like, I- what has been your favorite system so far? Oh, well, see, that's a tough one because there's I've been so lucky, and also partly just I want to try all these different systems and stuff. Uh-huh. So I guess I started with Vampire, right. so I'll, that'll always have a place in my heart. And of course, there's so many ways, different ways to play it too. So like when I say Vampire, I mean the way I've played it. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I, I I like to have a little hope in my Vampire, which is uh, probably odd for other people so and then that i played a little werewolf i played some mage which even though i've played maybe uh two to three full games of it i still don't totally understand but that's fine that's role playing right (laughs) it's a complex system that book could break your toe if it fell on your toe so that's but that's okay go in i played call of cthulhu is kind of fun again depending on how you play it Mm-hmm. Um, I've let's see. I oh, I I like I do. I definitely like Pathfinder, even though I don't think I'm good at it, and I've played it for years. <laughs> I like all the choices you have. Like when I feel like doing like a high fantasy story, mm-hmm. I think that's uh, fantastic. And of course, I love like I love Monster of the Week. I love uh, Kids on Bikes. I think Ooh, those I are bikes, beautiful yeah. systems. Yeah, I just uh, did one season of uh, Kids on Bikes campaign called Kernels of Mystery because we're in a, a, a town that has uh, cornfields. You don't go in, <laughs> and we're gonna start recording the second season. So that that's fun energy. And again, that's another kind of like system light thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, I've also played a Good Society, which is like a Jane Austen based uh, what, RPG. What is, it what is it called? It's called Good Society. Oh, my uh, my friend just sent me that link not too long ago. Yeah, that one's that's super fun. And I played a particular version of it where uh, the storyteller Anne changes it up. So it's like, OK, but we're not playing like historical regency. Guess what? Women can own uh, property here and mm-hmm. trans and non-binary folk exist because like that's what so many of us were playing. Mm-hmm. Queer people exist in this world, but also it's still like gossip and power. <laughs> it's like all the fun stuff. Stuff, yeah. Without oh, all yeah. the all the yeah. without all the shitty yeah. shitty aspects. Yeah, yeah. So so fun. And I might have had a character who literally threw a punch at a party at the end. So I play it differently. It's fine. <laughs> it was great. Oh, and then oh, and then I love like one shots. Like you know, I I love a good honey heist or uh, trash pandas, and I love trash pails, which is something I've played in and run. In fact, I it? think we what have one now? up on uh the two dollar creature feature Patreon. Uh, trash pails. Trash pails. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's oh, it's it's great. You uh, it's uh, by Goth Hoblin, and you everyone picks an 
uh, basically like a trash animal to play, a raccoon, a possum, a pigeon, a stray cat. And the, and the entire game is uh, trying to get all the best trash during the night. And you kind of roll for trash and you roll for where you're looking. And you can actually switch off GM if you want. Each person can take a chunk of like, hey, we're going next. Yeah, like the possum's power is scream. Uh-huh. Hold on. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm looking this up right now. Yeah, that, I, 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 I really love that. And that's a game that you can just really just jump into. It doesn't take a whole lot of uh, planning. And then, you know, you find the right group of people and you're just going to have a gar- a beautiful garbage night. <laughs> oh, my God. I fucking love this so much. I, oh, man. I Listen, <laughs> I would be the fattest pigeon or the uh, fattest raccoon. Uh, uh, what well, I ran one on uh, Girls Run These Worlds, and uh-huh. uh, Ray was a part of it, and he played a pigeon. <laughs> it was fantastic. He had a um, was it a seagull that he had his uh his, his nemesis? <laughs> he, he brought that in because, of course, that's great. Yeah, oh so my that goodness. was yeah. So that's 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 a super fun. You have some role players who just want to just dig in. Mm-hmm. yeah I, I love that game yeah i do There's... love i'm a big one shot fan because it's just uh a game that you can just pick up instantly you know explain in like 10 minutes and then just go that's super lovely i'm the same way i'm a big fan of just being able to like sit down and like play a quick game with some friends and yeah. then laugh like laugh about it for for years to come <laughs> yeah. i know i've played uh fate a few times which is mm-hmm. very um flexible here's the only way i've played it though uh we did a series where we were all cats in a cat cafe cats in a cat cafe is this yeah. okay this is trash pal still oh no this is this was uh using uh fate fate okay yeah. and this is called the secret life of cats and we just we were just literally cats in a cat cafe and shenanigans happened i i like a um a system that'll allow you to do that uh, oh, speaking of cats, didn't you? Weren't you just on a podcast? Yes. Uh, the the a literal like making a literal cat. Yes. How to make a literal cat, which is such a fun idea for a podcast. It really is, and I and I desperately want to reach out to them and be like, "Hey, can you? Would you also like to come on the podcast? Because I just want to know how we got to that point. And I huh. and it's I I and it's nothing more than I just want to know how to make an actual no. cat. Oh, it's great. You know, it's a really a fun way to explore a system because there's rules. Like their first rule is it has to be an actual cat. Mm-hmm. So if the system doesn't let you be an actual cat, you've already kind of like you've lost a point because I, I was doing vampire and I'm like, OK, here's the thing. You, you kind of can't be a cat. You can be a ghoul. You can ghoul a cat, but the cat can't be a kindred. So, oh, no. But besides that, then and then you just push through. But uh-huh. say you could. And it's, it was that was a blast. Oh, man. I I don't even know. I I don't even know what system I would pick to even make an actual cat. Yeah, it's it is. I get it was such a fun way to be like, huh? It's a, it's like flipping a system that you know and go, okay, all right. How flexible is this? What can I do? If I can't do that, can I do this? You know? And mm-hmm. yeah, we came up with a uh, a Bruja biker gang leader named Brother Billy, who is a great tabby. But he wears a leather jacket and has a pompadour. And I never would have come up. Like, we never would have, like, explored this if we weren't, like, how do we make a cat? Right. Yeah. And he's on a revenge mission. He's on a revenge mission. Yeah. That's my favorite kind of character. On a revenge mission. I was like, this is great. Mission. And they're all the rest of the, the rest of the vampires are human vampires. And then they follow this cat. 
It's beautiful. It's I was beautiful. like, this is great. Yeah, yeah. I was like, someone make a movie. <laughs> um, I would absolutely listen to a uh a uh a uh Eric and Zelda uh buddy cop movie. <laughs> Zelda going okay, Eric. But like, I think we're 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 the good guys. I don't think we're supposed to take this stuff. And Eric would be like, "Hey, if they didn't want it taken, it wouldn't just be out." Okay. <laughs> oh man, it would be semi reformed, huh? Heavy on the semi. <laughs> well, have you tried any other forms of role playing? Like, I'm a I'm a big MMO role player, uh, mm. and this is more than just like playing World of Warcraft or something like that. Like, people actually. Uh, tell narrative stories using World of Warcraft, like in-game and stuff like that. Have you tried anything like that? Uh, no. I mean, I did have my Warcraft period, and I could definitely see other folks, like, role-playing at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't know. Like, I was just... I don't think I, I was, like, ready for that. Like, again, I think that was a little earlier than thinking that I was I could be good at it. Mm -hmm. You know? So, uh, yeah, this is, like, really... Kind of my first chunk. Oddly enough, I went to a, a, a arts high school, mm -hmm. so I was around a lot of acting. <laughs> but I think, I think like that was a particular kind of acting, and it kind of put in my head, "That's great for them. That'll never be me." What full body on a stage? What? <laughs> no, think, not not I, for yeah, you, huh? Not for me, or at least that I, I didn't have the confidence for that. But I like this. I realized, oh, but part of me does want something like that. Mm -hmm. what, about, uh, what about LARPing or cosplay? Have you tried anything uh, like like that? Um, I have not LARPed, but I have like I think I've done. Okay, well, this is perfect timing. I guess you'd include this cosplay. Uh, last night, mm -hmm. uh, I'm part of a film festival, and we were partnering uh, to show a 35 millimeter print of Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh my God! Yeah. Really? Yeah, and oh. it was at our, our local art, art art house theater, and it's uh we 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 partner with uh Fright Rags, which is like a horror t shirt company, and they they show like classic movies uh, on thirty five if they can. And so when when we partner with them, we decorate the lobby because we can't be stopped, and we're all extra people. And I decided to go a step further, <laughs> and I did a um a look based on uh one of the cloud shorty. Mm -hmm. So I had like a dress with stars with crinoline. I had a wig with a giant bow. I did up makeup. I have the cotton candy cocoon gun that they sold from Spirit. And I was just a clown the entire night, <laughs> including I... the q and I did afterwards in full clown makeup. Oh, that's wonderful. I so, That's yeah. the sort of stuff I live for. <laughs> I actually just started to look into getting into theater and mm. filmmaking myself. Oh, nice. and, and so that I could um, so I could just be a part of the community and part of things yeah. like this. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's so weird. Like all of a sudden, wow, I really want to do this. It was it was it was a little later in my life than I was expecting, but mm -hmm. damn it. <laughs> There's opportunities and I want to go be a part. I want to go do something and make something and share something, which is I think is the basics of, of yeah. this, you know? Yeah, same thing. It's like I just wanna yeah, like exactly like you said, I just wanna go out, I wanna be there, I just wanna yeah. help out and just learn. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I just have a moment where I'm like, I am dressed as a clown. Oh, speaking of clowns, <laughs> do you remember this? Okay, this is really weird. Do you remember the clown demic like a few years back oh, when people were just oh, yeah. up? A... <laughs> where I... there were just clown shows. up ever. <laughs> I shit you not. I kid you not. This is a hundred percent truth. I was just at home one day and i go out to check the mail and there is a clown costume in my fucking mailbox oh oh, 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 oh oh no they wanted you to join them 
I know. And I was like, do I do this? Do I become a part of the problem and thrive in it? Or do I do I burn this thing? <laughs> I I kinda I kinda love sometimes when like just like everybody in, in an air just decides that like this is what we're doing now. Like mm-hmm. it's it's like a little joke or visual. It's a it's a in life meme. Yeah, in real life meme where it just kind of and, and and like ones that are like there's okay the clowns are a little creepy and I'm sure some people took it too far but I think mm-hmm. other people were just like huh yeah let me, let me do it. the world's weird anyway let me add to that but in a but in a safe way you know like a safe weirdness right I would love to do like I of course I don't want to ever hurt anybody or like yeah. that but I, I like being weird with other yeah. people. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, it kind of reminds me of like, so this summer we had Barbenheimer, like mm-hmm. Barbie and Oppenheimer. That's just a thing that just like sprung out. They tried to merchandise, like kind of like later, I think the studios tried to like make money off it, but it was just, we all decided to be weird about a thing for a summer. Right. Yes, <laughs> and just I love joyful, that. like we're going to go to the theater and see two wildly different films, but make an experience of out of it. We're going to dress up. That's like, I think that's like a, a human desire to like, Hey, let's have fun together. Maybe I think that's the reason why I like to cosplay as mm. like like I really want to cosplay as well is because I just want to go be weird with other human yeah. beings. What's what's so bad about just being yeah. weird? Yeah, that was I, I find that it, it's helpful because like I'm definitely an introvert, but mm-hmm. I'm absolutely an extroverted introvert in that when I'm in my element, you know, try to stop me right and mm-hmm. like say being dressed as a clown or anything else like during say the film festival where i'm on i like that that's like a, like putting on a suit and mm-hmm. getting to be a certain version of myself but i know like i can always take it off and then just go be in my room and be quiet for a day for the rest it's, of the day yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing it's, it's a it's the perfect thing for me i'm like hi i i'm on now you can tell i have makeup on <laughs> and then i'm gonna go hide for a bit and recharge and it's you know that's what i need to do <laughs> mm-hmm. how often do you find yourself having to to recharge some role playing because as i've gotten older i've noticed that like i again i still love to role play i love mm-hmm. being a part of the community i love the whole act of narrative storytelling and everything like that but i feel like as i get older there's more there there are more and more times where i'm like i need to take a step back and just breathe for a little bit oh yeah no i mean listen i think even just i think everybody if if you're doing this you've got to be aware of like what where your limit is Mm -hmm. you know because i think sometimes we can all start be having fun and we push through it and then we get tired because even if you know well of course there's bleed where like you you feel your character's emotions but even if it doesn't go that far you're still engaging in something and mm. like, like for me, I'm definitely someone who like after uh, I do something uh, podcast, I need a little less time. But if I'm streaming, so if I'm, I'm on camera, I'll need the rest of that day or night just mm. to be quiet. Not mm. even like I'm wrecked. It's just like I've expended all my active energy and I was happy to do so. I like to do that. That is a, you know, a safe place for me to do that. But then I was like, I then I just need to be quiet. I need to recharge. I need to process. I'm someone who like needs to process at the end of something. Like, oh, that was interesting. I got to be quiet and think about it for a while. Mm-hmm. And I think that is so important for everybody to know where that is. Because that's different for everybody. Because um, my, my big thing is like, you know, I like maybe a year ago uh, started doing less stuff. Because as much as I want to play every game with every person, right. I could feel burnout coming. And the thing with burnout is once that happens, it's like a chemical reaction. I always yeah. say it's like if you when you strike a match, you can't strike that match again. You have to either go buy m- more matches or make one. And who knows how long that's going to take? 
And that's the thing with burnout. Like eventually you could come back, but you can't force it. That's your body going. You're done. I'm taking yeah. over now and you don't know how long it's going to last. So I'm always like, if you can step back, even step back farther than you think you need to, because you can build back slowly. But once you burn out, that's, you know, that's you're rough. done. Yeah, you're done. You're done. For a little while. Yeah, yeah. So that was me. That was me realizing like shit. <laughs> Sorry. As much as I want to do more stuff, I won't be able to do anything if I burn out. Right. And I agree. And I think that's cause... connected to my introvertness. Like, you know, I, I only have so much energy every day. <laughs> Yeah, no, I get it. Actually, I was just talking to uh, somebody not too long ago who uh, who loves role playing, uh, but also has time. Like, she needs to be able to be like, "Hey guys, uh, I love y'all so much, but peace out. I'm done." Mm, yeah, which is totally understandable. Again, everybody, take care of your health before you yeah. do anything else. Your health is much more important than uh, talking about how you want to rob a bank. Oh, yeah. And I find the other thing. So what I I focus a lot on is because when I like promise to do something right, like when I agree to do a thing, I'm very serious about it. like for me, I feel like I don't like disappointing people. Mm-hmm. So I really take that into I take an extra second and go, can you really do this? Like, what's the scope of what? Like, is this like a mini series? Is it a one shot? Is it like something long term? Like, don't don't answer like when you're feeling great. I like, OK, but what what about like my 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 bad days? Could I still do this? And then I have to be very honest with myself because I've had to say no to a couple things because I'm like, nah, you might be able to do a couple episodes and then you're just going to you're you're fade. Out. And that's yeah. not fair to other people. So that's also I figure like pre think it out, you mm-hmm. know, because we're all God, we all want to do everything. But oh, I know it's still good to do something than nothing. You oh, know, yeah. I'm the same way with uh, projects as well, where mm-hmm. I like I'll I'll. I have to force myself to take only take on only like five projects at a time Mm, because if I take on more than five at a time, I will blow up and then I'll not get anything done. And so far I think that I'm doing very well with that. Oh, Uh, that is great to hear. That is all knowing yourself and just like taking a breath before agreeing to stuff. It's tough though. It's tough. It's a thing you got to like learn about yourself. No Mm -hmm. one can tell you what your limit is. Only you know what your limit is. Yeah. Well, I think self-awareness in role-playing in general is also mm. just, like, really important. Uh, oh, absolutely. As a, as a, not only as a player, but, like, as a member of mm. a community. Because yes. when you're when you're role-playing, it's not just you. It's a group of mm. people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you kind of have to, like, be able to pull yourself back if you're going too far. Or be able to, like, calm yourself down if you're, if you're going absolutely ballistic for some reason. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, well, first, definitely a session zero. Even mm-hmm. with folks you know, because mm-hmm. um, I think all of our lines and veils change. Mm-hmm. They can change, but also um, check in at regular intervals because those those can change at any time, or even just on a day of. You can be like, "Hey, normally I'm okay with this, but today mm-hmm. I'm feeling not you know, super yeah. okay." Yeah, yeah, and that, and then, yeah, that's all part of that communication. You know, I've I, I I've seen it not work, and I've seen it work very well. Where, you know, like if we listen to each other, we can make sure we're all still having a good time. Even if we're exploring like dark themes, there's a difference between exploring dark themes with people you trust with guidelines in place mm. or just like free falling, which for, I guess for some folks would work. But I just think you got to make sure everybody at that table is on the same page so you can then safely explore. Right. And I agree with that because, um, you know, I, I don't get to do tabletops that much anymore. Mm-hmm. I wish I did. Uh, as people on this podcast have heard me say many, many times, I wish I had a lot more time for tabletops. But 
when I do get to play with players, yeah, I I, I never really considered that taking the time to double check mm. the lines and veils. Like I'll, I mean, uh, not double checking the lines and veils, but like updating lines yeah. and veils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely change. Uh, I found one mechanic that I've had a couple different groups use, which I, I really like. Um, mm-hmm. And well, I'm forgetting the name, of course. It's like uh, what is it? Something in stars. But basically, at the end of every session, um, you kind of you kind of go around, and this is like a positive version. Like that focuses more on the positive part where you go around and say like, hey, what's one thing that you like what somebody did, like Mm -hmm. some element they did? And then what's something you like that you did? And then you explain like, what was something that you want to happen? Which I think is such a great question when you're doing kind of long term or even a mini series Mm -hmm. is like, hey, what do you want to happen for your character? What are you aiming? And just keep checking in on that. Like at the end of every session, I think that's a lovely uh, positive focus. Mm -hmm. So everyone is kind of like, you know kind of getting what they need you know like why are you here what do you want for your character i think that's super important i know the few times i've gm'd i want my players to feel great i want them to have had a great time you know yes absolutely and i feel the same way mostly i because i know a lot of i I know there are gms out there who just who, who feel like they don't need to not plan for anything what is it it's like just tell the story and mm-hmm. and and be done with it but yeah. i i feel it's so much more important and as a dm as someone who does like to dm i i i feel it's much more important to be able to turn the story and drive it around the players as opposed to mm-hmm. just oh, yeah. make the players drive through the story oh oh absolutely i'm 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 fully on board with that i just feel like where do you go, where do you all want to go yeah, but that's like, I think that's again. I haven't done it a lot, but I think my style is definitely more of a. I have I have an idea, but where we go with that idea, it's like everybody at the table is going to have a say because we're telling the story together, and mm-hmm. literally that makes it easier. I'm like, yes. guess what? I don't have to have the answer to all of this. Yeah, <laughs> y'all I have know. the answer. Yeah, I I like I love I, what I really okay. Yes, I want to make this story easier. For, I mean, I want to make this story better for everybody. But also, I'm incredibly lazy sometimes, <laughs> and I just I want to just be able to spit out the story and you everyone being able to drive it. It's just so much easier. Oh yeah, one of my favorite moments is when I've I've been you know a player and literally like the DMGM is like, hey, what does this look like? Or this mm. place we're going to, or what is it? Who is this person we're meeting? You know them. I'm like, oh, because then I feel way more engaged. I'm like, mm. we are telling this story together. It doesn't happen happen all the time, but it feels like a gift. It's a it's a it's 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 an invitation. Like, oh no, this is you build this part. You build this part. You know, mm-hmm. like we uh, for two dollar creature feature, we built Jupiter Hollow together. Oh really? Like that, I didn't know that. Yeah, that 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 town. We all kind of added elements to it, and then we all brought in NPCs. Mm-hmm. you know like <laughs> laura brought in jackson what a gift oh yes <laughs> i i i've said this i've said this many times but when um the season finale came around of a two dollar creature mm. feature uh, links below go listen to it please for the love of god go listen <laughs> to it everybody um i was like if checks if anything happens i think we could go into y'all's discord and said this too i was like if anything happens to jackson i'm gonna be so upset i'm gonna riot <laughs> yeah 
I think we all are like, whatever happens, Jackson has to be okay. Jackson has yeah. got to be okay. This is non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. And like I created Zelda's family, which started just as some names. Mm. I came up with like, okay, she has a mom, a dad, and twin sisters, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what was great about that is then we kind of all evolved those together. In fact, we did a one-shot where we played the Wardwells. So uh, I I played her mom, Hilda, and Ray played Wyatt, the dad. And then uh, Nye was Rosa and uh, Laura was Clara. And mm. I got such like, actually, like I, I it filled out this the Zelda's family for me. Mm. And then we kind of took that through the rest of $2 Creature Feature. Like mm. we all knew these characters now because we'd been them. Like that's why one of her sisters is kind of goth and one's an influencer. That was all Nye and Laura. <laughs> That's awesome. I did not know anything about this. Oh, yeah. So that was perfect. So that way, like, when they showed up at the end, like, we could instantly snap into them, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that was, and that was lovely because, again, that was, you know, Zelda was always eventually going to, like, kind of make up with her family. That was important for me is that I was like, oh, no, they're not a bad family. Just no one knew how to handle this. <laughs> No one knew how to, how to handle Zelda not being a chosen one, you know? Right. Yeah. Because so, always it's... event. Yeah. No, you go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no. But, like, always eventually, I was like, no, they're going to figure it out. They all just needed time and space to, 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 to figure this out, you know? So it was mm-hmm. so lovely that it wasn't just me telling that part of the story. It was all of us. That's awesome. Because, I, I like, now now that you mentioned, this is, again, oh, I'm learning so much today. Because, like, <laughs> this is something else I never really considered is that, like, when you're doing a tabletop, it was really cool to do, like, a one-shot focused on mm. each of the characters. Yeah. And that will really help, like, flesh out the characters even more. Ah, oh, that's such a smart idea. You, you guys are clever cookies. <laughs> I, I, I've always liked um, when, like, an actual play, uh, when they do epilogues, uh-huh. focusing on one or two characters. Because I always thought that's a nice way to kind of either finish up the story or at least that season. Mm-hmm. You know, where you just kind of have a focus on each character. Because, like, you know, sometimes when, when you have a whole cast, like, you know you know some characters are going to have more time than others in different stories that's just going to happen but i love being able to but we are purposely putting the focus on each of these characters to see where they are now and what they want and i did plus it's cinematic epilogue Mm -hmm. you know i'm a big i'm a big fan of stuff like that so Mm -hmm. like a one shot based on a character give give everyone a little bit of space y'all did fantastic (laughs) y'all did so great i'm uh i'm still just gushing about Uh. Again, everybody listening, if y'all have not listened to Two Dollar Creature Feature, please go listen to Two Dollar Creature Feature and give them all your love and support from me, please and thank you. It's truly one of the things, like one of the the TTRPG things I'm most proud of. Mm -hmm. You know, like I was like, damn, you know, we told a whole story with characters and everything, and it went place I didn't expect. Considering our characters don't aren't all in the same place till like the third or fourth episode. Mm-hmm. you know that wasn't planned that just kind of happened we did not create our characters to like we didn't go like okay then my character will do this for your character we all care create our characters separately mm-hmm. and then just kind of threw them into this world which is great because that way you get an opening episode where literally eric steals from zelda after she's been bitten by a basilisk and then you're like, how are these characters going to come together yeah, and help save a town? I was actually thinking that a lot. I was like, I was like, are they planning this? Like, what is happening? What's going on? Is oh, Nye oh, trying no. to is Nye trying to secretly kill everybody? What's <laughs> happening? Like my mouth 
dropped, but like in a good way. Cause I thought, what a great move. Right. I, I really liked the idea of like, no, no, let's be our characters for a bit and let's find a organic way for them to be together. And I think it worked out where like Zelda was hanging out with uh, Tammy Joe at first. Cause she was suspicious of her. <laughs> She's like, something's wrong here. And and she was with Eric. She's like, stay away from that guy. She had her whole, like, her whole conspiracy board where she had notes. And her first notes were literally about Eric and Tammy Joe. Yeah, I know. Before <laughs> I, before yeah. the go- the screaming ghost showed up, before anything else anything. happened, it was yeah. all about those two. <laughs> that was Zelda's biggest problem were the, the people who'd become her best friends, you know? But I <laughs> like that. I like being able to, like, figure out. Because part of their, all these character stories is you know finding like they're better angels mm-hmm. you know and and figuring that out and i was like oh no zelda's the only one in the beginning who actually wants to help people how's that gonna work out and i oh god like oh, i can't wait to talk to nye about this but when when uh eric was like uh, lord zelda into the oh, hotel oh my god i was oh. like no no <laughs> no please don't do this to me. I, I, I would tell you the trust we had built up there i literally mm-hmm. told uh nigh like i trust you mm-hmm. we're, we can take we're gonna take this as far as you can like don't worry about that i trust you as a player mm-hmm. to like you're not gonna one shot zelda off because then the show ends um right. but i was like you do what you want to do like let's make this like be uh suspenseful like let's and it really i think it was a great way to explore eric like how far would eric take this mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and we got to explore like at his core eric is not the person he thinks he is right you know and i thought that was such a great moment for him and i was like you do what you have to do i trust you i i know i know you're not gonna like permanently ruin zelda so I'm, i'll play along let's let's see where this goes you know i want him to know that i felt safe right and it's i think it's important for players to be able to like express that trust with each other yeah for like character development and i think that would lead to just like stronger bonds not only between Mm. friends but like not only between characters but between friends in reality as well it's like i i i I understand that you're doing this for the narrative story and if Mm. you and i trust that you're not going to kill me please yeah yeah no exactly exactly and then like and that was just so important for like eric and zelda's relationship like it was after that when when zelda's like oh he he saved me and she knows the danger he put himself in like that changed like fundamentally how zelda saw eric Mm -hmm. you know that she could be disappointed in him still but not at that level of suspicion in the beginning because she knows he did he made that choice when she says you have a choice he made that choice. He's capable of that choice. I love that. That was like that first it was episode like 10, 11, and 12, like that mm-hmm. part. That mm-hmm. was when I was like, oh my God, we're, we're doing something special. I think that was about the time where I'm like, this is something special. This is great. Yeah, this is great. Like intensity. <laughs> oh, just, oh God. It, I, I bet. I, I <laughs> always dream of having that moment mm-hmm. with people. Oh yeah, I think uh, probably matched uh, by the Arnold friend reveal. Oh man, what a good oh. reveal! Oh my god, we were <laughs> like, what the and, whole time? Yeah, the whole time. Yeah, but Ray. But, but Ray is like such a. He's yeah. also just such a good DM, a good. I'm sorry, keeper. Is it for for? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. so. I'm always like, you know, uh, I I use the words interchangeably because they all basically mean the same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same. I, I pretty much do the same thing. DM, GM, storyteller, keeper, storyteller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We know what you're here for. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh yeah, no, Ray played that wonderfully. Um, I I like to think so. I mean, this is always different where every group where you're mm-hmm. at with this, but mm-hmm. um, I definitely am someone who mostly believes that like surprises are for the audience, not the player. Right. But if you set things up enough and have explained enough what our limits are and what we don't want to happen, we can still get surprised by like <laughs> as as players, we can still have a bit of a oh my god Moment, if played yeah. right, and, and that is all trust. Mm-hmm. you know that 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 is all trust like i didn't feel betrayed in that moment because we had set stuff up and that was and nothing that we were like holy crap that would just mess me up right mm-hmm. so that was just a perfectly played where you know, as a players were like what <laughs> but in a good way it was a, like, at least for me that was always that was a good surprise of course then again my character was not face to face with a friend at the moment yeah that, uh, that's Laura true played too. that so well oh, uh, she did Tammy, I I keep saying like, who's my favorite character? And I always bounce in between because I'm like, oh my God, just Eric is such a great like study in finding your own worth. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, I think Tammy is such a good study. Like, and just like Tammy never needed a friend to begin with. Like literally she's Dorothy. The power was in her the whole time, but like, what a great way to explore that. You know, like Mm -hmm. I think Tammy Joe, the mundane is scarier. And I, I thought that was just, we told that story really well. And Laura just nailed that, you know, and I nailed that. Mm-hmm. And that's not to, so everything that we've been talking about, that's not to say that like you have to have a perfect experience with role playing all no, the no. time, because like, unfortunately, like no matter what you might hear from actual play podcasts or what you might hear, what that from, from what Megan and I are talking about, there are like, like the perfect group is, mm-hmm very rare Mm. and even the perfect group comes with like a lot of work and understanding and trust and and learning oh oh absolutely um i like to think that like okay so there's there's um there's the one level where hey you are actually not having a good time so i'm not talking about that if you're actually not having a good time you know what walk away because like no one's paying their bills with this Mm-hmm. I always go back to, so you do not have to, like, right. you do not have to put yourself in a situation that you're uncomfortable with. Right. Right. But there's, there's also the ones where like, I think I always learn and enjoy from any, any sort of uh, TTRPG experience I have, you know, again, barring something where I'm like, Oh no, I'm leaving. Barring that there's times where I'm like, yeah, no, it's not super smooth or we're still figuring out the rules or like, I don't know if I get this, but I still like, you know, I'm having, I'm learning and I'm having a good time. And there's always a couple moments that I'm like, oh, that worked out really well. Plus I put a lot of ideas I have. I put them in my, I call them in my idea hopper. Your like, idea hey, hopper? If, yeah. Like what if I create a character for a one shot and I'm never going to play them again. And I like them, but I'm like, I like the shape of them. I put it in my hopper. And then mm-hmm. later on, a version of that character might show up somewhere else, refined and changed. You know, that have... wasn't a waste of time. That was me figuring stuff out with other people. Right. I have to ask, though. Is this like a, a physical folder? Oh. <laughs> a little hopper? Gosh, gosh, I wish I was that, like, planned out. <laughs> it's literally just, uh, there are certain ideas that just won't leave your brain. That just kind of tumble around like rocks getting polished. That's fair. (laughs) I'm the same way. I just wanted to make sure we weren't talking about like a physical hopper. I I have to get one and I'll just like pop little idea rocks. (laughs) Oh no. Cause I, I'm in in a one shot. uh, Again, We're going back to vampire, the source of it all. Uh I played this like Nosferatu who had like spiders that lived with her. Uh And I love that idea so much, but it was like a one shot. Right. I'm like, Oh Mm -hmm. damn it. But then later on, um, 
I, I ended up kind of getting uh, cast into like a longer term one. And I'm like, I'm just going to, I'm going to bring her back and just do a little changing. So she fits the story. Cause it was too fun of an idea just to leave. Sorry, my son needed me for a quick second. Oh, no, no, no problem. You, you do what you got to do. Nah, he, he, uh, he, he, I give him vitamin gummies in the morning. Ah. Uh, and I forgot to give him one this morning. Oh, and he damn. Is, he's reminding me <laughs> yeah. wholeheartedly that I have forgotten. <laughs> so I will get you one as soon as I get done with this, but I don't have much fun. Oh, there he goes. You hear him in the background? If, if, if you need to, we can take a quick break. Hold on, hold on one second. All right, buddy, here. It's right here. <laughs> I keep them right here. I need to just hand on one. Oh. Here. I got it. I got it. <laughs> hey! I'm handing it to you. I was going to just do that. Okay. Yeah. I was going to do it by myself. Well, they're, unfortunately, these things are baby-proof, so <laughs> that's what you are. Baby. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Aww. I love him so much. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, and I I love I love role playing so much, but I love being a parent. I mean that that feels like the right priorities. That's a, that's a good thing to hear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I, well, yes. I yeah, <laughs> yeah I I will like I I know I get on here and I and I rant and rave about how great role playing is but no matter what at the end of the day I love being a parent much more than I love anything else. Hell yeah. Well I, here I I think that is a, that is a good thing to bring up when we're talking about like the TTRPG space is it's fun and it's fantastic and it's great but like please 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 don't forget to check in in your 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 flesh life. That's right. what I call it, you know, yeah. like that, that if you have that balance, you can play like, I find it helps me, you know, like mm -hmm. if I'm taking care of what I need to take care of in, in like, quote, the real world, mm -hmm. I know I have that space. Like it just fits in nicely. It's not everything. It doesn't overwhelm stuff. You know, the TTRPG is in that chunk where I have that ability to do it, but also like I'm, I have my, my life life, you know, it's about mm -hmm. balance, I guess it comes down to. No, it really is. Yeah. It is all about balance because that is something like I talk to my friends a lot about or like if I notice someone is spending um, just so much time role playing, like I always check in on them and make sure that oh, they're doing OK, because like especially with the difference between MMO and tabletop role playing is that with MMO role playing, you can find yourself a role playing group within like a matter of moments if yeah. you're really dedicated and it is so easy to be like okay i'm awake time to get on time to mm -hmm. start doing role playing uh all right it's nighttime time to go to bed time to go to work time to get up time to get start on role playing again or yep. see if you can find something and like i've talked to so many people who just we were talking about burnout earlier uh, like getting addicted to role playing is oh, yeah. um it is something that i don't want people to ever take lightly like it's so easy to get yourself tr locked in this world of uh, fantasy and where everything feels so much better than it does in the real world. Oh, oh yeah. I, I, I'm so glad to hear that you check in on folks. Cause I do think that, you know, it's something to escape into, but mm -hmm. in the end it's, it's not providing like what you need on a day-to-day -day basis to live. It's giving right. you like a serotonin boost and that's important, but like in the end, like, you know, telling a, a story in fantasy longer than you're telling your story in reality mm -hmm. that that's that's event that's going to catch up with you and like you you deserve your real life 
Mm, and sometimes yes. you have to put, and also sometimes you have to put that work into your real life. Yeah, it is harder. It's always harder. It's mm. easier to be exactly who you want to be online because you are only online when you feel like being that person. Whereas you have to be you all the time. <laughs> right. And that, that's rough. But yeah, well, but- I, yeah I, I do think it's so easy to uh, lose yourself and, and, and whether you're doing it purposely or not, mm-hmm. you know, and this is really important because uh, we were again we're talking about like how great role playing is and how mm-hmm. great uh, how wonderful it is to sit down with friends or to be able yeah. to tell a story. It's it everything comes with everything in moderation, right? Like yeah. you need to Absolutely. make sure that you're taking care of yourself emotionally, physically, mm-hmm. uh, mentally. <laughs> Oh yeah, Please. oh yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I've been doing this long enough that I've absolutely seen folks uh, go through that cycle of like just jumping into every game and then just hitting a wall. And as I said before, you don't get to decide when that wall is, where it is, how hard you're going to hit it. You know, the, your uh, your the, 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 that backup system, your backup system's going to go. Nope, you're done. And and then you don't. Yeah. Yeah. And then you don't have it for a while because your body's like, no, I will tell you when you're ready and you will not know. So, yeah, I, I, I know one one thing, one thing to come out of this is just, you know, take a breath and know yourself, N- know yourself truly. And, uh, you know, uh, e- everything and like moderation. And I feel like equal, like whatever equal is for you, make sure all the parts of your life that you need to be, you know, weighing and measuring. It's, it's all like, e- you know, equaling out. You know, and you always got to go and check like you're never it's never going to be the same mix. Sometimes you're going to play more. Sometimes you got to work more. Sometimes you got family more. Sometimes you're sick, you know, and that's always going to be changing. And just take that breath. Take a second. Breathe in, breathe out and go. What can I actually do right now? What should I be doing? What would take care of me the most? Well, with that said, we're getting close to our hour mark, oh. and I and as much as I don't want to stop this conversation, I'm gonna <laughs> have to stop this conversation. That, that that is okay. Everybody, take care of yourself. That's the important thing. Yeah, I was right about to ask. Like, I always like to ask, like, for the end questions, like, do you have any advice for role players out there? Oh yeah, that's it. Okay, so mainly take care of yourself. This is supposed to be a thing that you know feeds you in a particular way, you know. So if it's not feeding you in the way you need, uh, you can stop, you can uh, change groups, you can change systems, you can take a break, say, take a break for a month or two, reevaluate. Those are all options. You are never tied into this. It will always still be here. So, you know, engage with role play um, how you need to and make sure you know how you need to. Yes, Absolutely. That is great advice. Thank you so much, Megan. <laughs> oh, th- 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 thank, thank, you. Um, I, I get, to t- I get to talk about stuff I've been thinking a lot about the last couple of years. So that's cool. Yeah, that's well. That's the reason why I wanted to do this is because I know that we all have like a lot to say. But it's so weird that we don't talk about this hobby that much. Yeah. It's so I don't understand. Like role <laughs> players are not only one of the most widespread, pe- like one of the most widespread communities <laughs> out there. But it's so, like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like having a country of shut-ins. Yeah, I, I think it is partly is this version of it. Like, there's been role-playing for decades and decades, but this mm-hmm. online public version mm-hmm. is still pretty young. I think we're still figuring out this version of it. So something like this, this podcast 
is fantastic because it's the beginning of like seeing it from the outside, the inside and the outside, which is fantastic. Kind of breaking it down a bit and discussing all the pieces. You heard it here. Megan likes my podcast, and I'm going to leave it on that. (laughs) (laughs) I will promote a podcast on that very podcast. I appreciate you so much, Megan. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Thank you for having me. This is lovely. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really do appreciate you all, and happy holidays to whoever you are. Sorry, excuse me. I've woken up at 5 in the morning to do this, and my voice is all sorts of messed up. Anyways, I really do appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful holiday, and I will see you Monday morning. Bye.